Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Be Yourself Podcast with your boy and favorite podcast host in this podcast street, Tariq Farrington. Yes, sir. And I am super excited to be back for another episode. Right now, I'm recording this episode at 10.03 at night on a Thursday. We are live here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. For those of you that didn't listen to my latest episode, um, which you should go listen to after this one, uh, I am currently in Fort Lauderdale, Florida with it. Uh, um, summer vibes are immaculate. Summer vibes are great. Um, I, I'm spending some time away from home right now, um, which is Nassau, Bahamas. I usually record these episodes in the Bahamas. Most of you may be um, listening to this and saying, oh, why are you going away from the Bahamas? The Bahamas is the vacation hub. Yeah, 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 I get it. The 242 is the va- is the vacation hub. It's where a lot of tourists come every, thousands of tourists come every single year. But guess what? I live there. I'm so used to the environment. Then there's no possible way that that there could be a vacation happening there. And plus, besides, when you switch environments and locations, like your your creative mind is just um, more open. Now my creative juices are flowing. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling more creative than ever. And I'm still producing podcast episodes, so doesn't matter that much, right? But anyway, at the beginning of this week, um, I went to Top Golf. I, I just want to share this um for a moment. Right, even though I didn't want to share this, but I, I want to explain a few things and I want to uh, uh, dissect a few things for a moment. But at the beginning of this week, um, which is Monday, I went to Top Golf um, with my uncle. Um, keep in mind, I'm competitive. My uncle is competitive, and so um, we're trash talking. We're doing all that. We're getting ready for the uh, uh, bowling. No, not not bowling. Uh, Top Golf golfing um, on Monday, and we get there. And it is hot, and we are all. I have to make my excuses. I'm I'm not that good at excuses, as you can tell, <laughs> but I gotta make my excuses because these are real excuses to why I didn't win, um, Top Golf on Monday night. Um, it was extremely hot, and we were to the far left, and I just didn't feel good about it from jump. But since I won back to back twice, um, I thought that I was gonna win. Turns out I was wrong. That's not the case at all. I end up losing, and um, me and my uncle have this thing where lo- the loser has to buy the winner uh, thing that would be qualified as their trophy or their award. It could be a cup, it could be a shirt, it could be a hat, it could be a sweater, it could be um, anything that they have there as a souvenir once it's top golf on, on it. Um, and uh, yeah, so I took two losses that night. Um, not only did I take um, a loss in golf, but I also take a loss because I had to buy um, something. I don't even know. I, I'm the one that came up with that uh, with that thing. I don't even know why I came up with it. I clearly wasn't thinking about what would happen if I lost. But um, the rules remain the same, even when I lost. But yesterday, I'm supposed to record this episode um, yesterday, which is Wednesday. Um, and I didn't end up recording because I wanted to declare my win in bowling. Um, that was if I won on Wednesday. So that I pushed the recording date back. Turns out I did not win at all. Didn't win. I mean, I won one game. So we, we did three games of bowling. My Uncle Derek won the first game. I won the second game, of course, because <laughs> I had to come back. I had to respond to the win. Um, and the third game, which is the tiebreaker, guess who won? If you guessed my uncle, you, you're probably right. He won the third game. Boo! He won the third game. 
Um, I don't know what happened there. I, I started off the third game with such great momentum, such high momentum, but I, 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 sl- I slowed down. I don't know why I slowed down. I started to make some gutter balls um, after making a lot of strikes, consistent strikes like that. I probably made like uh, three to four strikes. Um, I mean, it was immaculate. It was clean. It was just great. I was just feeling so good. And then the momentum just dropped. My confidence dropped with it. And I lost at bowling. But that was that. That's how this week went. But I am currently recording this at night to get this out for y'all. Because, um, you know, we on a consistent streak. We ain't missing one episode. We ain't missing one Friday. I don't care what the excuse is. Even if the podcast episode is three minutes, we ain't missing it. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about extreme narratives. So this is part two of extreme narratives. Um, I, I, I just... Um, felt the need to uh, speak about um, speak about it more, you know, because I, I only had a limited amount of time in part one, and so I wanted to come back and give you a part two of extreme narratives. Um, so let's get right into it. For those of you who don't don't know what extreme narratives are, extreme narratives are um, basically extreme opinions, right? extreme opinions that are being pushed in media so there are these people who are in high places who have extreme opinions that they want to um get into the minds of um groups of people large groups of people and so they 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 push narratives but they don't just push narratives they push narratives not the people that just want to hear them they push narratives to the extreme you have to consume um the, the narratives because they're pushed, because it is all that we see when we open up Instagram. It is all that we see when we open up YouTube and Facebook and TikTok. It's literally all over our algorithm. I, I, at this point, I believe mainstream media is intentionally pushing these narratives for the next generation to consume. And I believe that it, it is a very detrimental thing to our generation because it, it is creating this culture of our generation not thinking for themselves, not critically thinking, not 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 um, being mindful of the things that they spew and, 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 and that they say. And one of the reasons why I believe that extreme narratives exist is because there is this um, weird obsession of winning over the minds of the public like like with people that are that are leaders and that that are politicians specifically there is an obsession with them wanting to control the minds of the public and the information that we know and the information that we intake and and using what our generation is on the most social media and so i feel as though this is this is an important subject um for me to talk about I don't usually get into things like this. I don't usually get into politics. I don't usually get into things um, of that sort publicly, but I had to take this part of it publicly because I don't want you to be a victim of extreme narratives like I was. I was once a victim of extreme narratives. The TV would come on. I would watch specific news channels only, you know, because those were the first um, news channels that I was introduced to, and I got indoctrinated by those YouTube, uh, sorry, by by those news stations and news channels, and then I started to uh, be against the opposing side. Anyone that spoke against it, anyone that spoke against the um, um, what the news anchors I listened to and watched said, and when I actually thought about it. These aren't the opinions or or the views of the actual um um um. Uh, uh, news reporters. These these aren't um, 
stories or news stories that are crafted with integrity. And that is one of the things that really, really bothers me is that um, um, news stations or news stories lack integrity, right? Like it lacks integrity because they're allowing um, government and narratives and powerful people to control the way that you think. Because you think that the news that, that you're, 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 you're receiving is truth because it's been packaged in, in truth. But the thing that has helped me to think differently is really talking to people that suffered from things that, that, that they made up a story about or, or hearing um, um, social justice groups and social justice leaders and, and, and being open-minded. Let's say that. One of the cures to this, because I believe extreme narrative has got to be a disease. I don't, I don't know when... Um, um, when um, therapists are about to add that to their books, but I think extreme narrative is a disease, is a disease and the only way it's going to be cured is if you have an open mind. And be, having an open mind is not falling back or taking two steps back on your opinion. It's not being weak-minded, right? Having an open mind is, be willing to, is being willing to listen to what others have to say and respect what others have to say. You don't necessarily have to agree with them or change your mindset or, or, or take on fully as your own beliefs and as your own um, um, opinions, but the least you can do is hear people out, have public discourse, because I don't know how we expect to have change if we don't talk, if we don't have conversations like this. And one of the things that extreme narratives um, um, pushers or people believe is that the, the way that we go about change is to scream at each other. The way that we go about change it, it, it is to fight each other and, and insult one another. In order to bring change, we need people. We need one another. We need numbers. And what we need to do is we need to have conversations we need to have conver more conversations than shouting at each other, more conversations than pushing narratives. And I believe that these narratives, right, things that we don't even really know what they mean, because we believe a lot of things and we don't know what they mean. We're believing and fighting for a lot of things and we don't even know the root of it. We don't know anything and we're fighting for these extreme narratives that were pushed in our face. But these narratives are going to be the thing that divide and desensitize us. We're not going to be sensitive to the things that we say to each other anymore. We're not going to be sensitive to the things that we say um, towards each other and the way that we treat each other. And as a matter of fact, it has already happened. Check the comments. Any controversial headline, check the comments. There are people screaming back and forth in text, Right? And text is one of the worst ways to be um, communicating because we can't understand each other, right? We can't understand what each other, we're taking things the wrong way and, and then they're like, oh, I don't mean that or, oh, I don't mean this or you took this the wrong way. There's a lot of confusion going on in public discourse. That's why in part one, I said the first thing that you should do once you are um, angry and outraged about public social um, justice issues that are going on in the world today is you talk with your circle. You talk ab about these things with the people that are around you. I don't know why there is a need to be the first to be outraged online. It's like it's a competition, right? It's like it's a competition. And, and, and the thing about extreme narratives, it's, it's, it's become a real thing. 
right? It's become a real thing. And and we've created a community around extreme narratives to be the incubator of it. Right? So 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 we're literally pacifying this thing and and and, and growing these communities of extremists, of people that are only causing division of people that are only fighting um, against one another, of uh, uh, people that are only tearing down one another. And I believe if, if you think that uh, um, tearing each other down and talking down to each other is going to cause anything to change in governments, societies, cultures, mindsets, businesses, organizations, churches, anywhere, you've got it wrong. The way that you build up is um, 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 build up people and cha- and bring about change. You don't tear people down. You don't treat it like a building. You don't you don't tear it down. You don't tear people down. You, you don't speak death over people. And and I'm I'm saying all of these things because these are the things that I'm seeing on social media, like the crazy things people would say. And it's like you're trying to get your point across, and I get that. And you're outraged, and I get that. Why do I get that? Because I was there before. But I was there, and I could admit a few things that I was blind. I was emotionally detached. I was desensitized. I was angry. I was angry. I was doing more evil than good. Right? There were, there were moments where I'd become disrespectful to people that believe something different that was going on in the world. And that is not the way to go about things. And the reason why there is a part two of extreme narratives is because there are more people that need to hear the message of do not fall into the community of extremists. If you want to see change, great. I'm not telling you to, to, to shut up. I'm not telling you to, to, to stand down. I'm not telling you to be quiet. I'm not telling you what, you what to believe. But I am saying once you believe something, yes, you can believe it. But don't tear other people down. Right? Don't, don't allow what you believe to desensitize you to when you're talking to a human being, when you're talking to another person. Right? And the danger, like I said, and like I keep saying, because I, I, I need people in that generation to know that the danger of extreme narratives, this really kills us um, um, from being able to think for ourselves. This really kills us to be able to think about what is actually going on in the world. This actually promotes us to be lazy and say, okay, they'll do the thinking for us. Because they're the ones pushing the narratives, so they'll be the ones um, thinking for us. And they'll be the ones um, controlling our thoughts. But once the media controls your thoughts, bro, they control the way you maneuver. And I know that our generation wants to see change. And I know that our generation wants to see different, but we're not going to see different if we're just operating and being a part of outrage culture. I was once a part of it, and it has caused me to be more depressed than ever. It has caused me to dislike people who I didn't even um, have to dislike why? All because I believe something to the extreme? And turns out, I was wrong. I was wrong, and I didn't know anything about it. And I want to say this as well. There shouldn't be embarrassment in not knowing something. If you don't know, just say, I don't know. Learn. Be willing to learn. Be willing to listen. This is something that everybody always says, 
and I've heard it a million times, but I, I agree with it. Yes, communication is key, but comprehension is key as well. Most of people just like to talk, 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 and they love to communicate, and you could talk with them, well, in, 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 in screaming, but they never take the time to understand. And the most times what extremists do, I'm going to say we because I was a part of it, what I did was I just talked, I never listened. I never listened. I always had a rebuttal against air. <laughs> a rebuttal against that. The person didn't even say nothing yet, and I have a rebuttal. That's because we're not open-minded. You can't be closed-minded when you want to bring change. You can't be closed-minded when you want to bring change. And this episode and, and, and this uh, series of episodes that I did, because I, I did two, this is my second one talking about extreme narratives, it's not about telling you what to believe. It's about, bro, be so firm in what you believe that you don't have to tear down others. You don't have to push narratives. You don't have to be an extremist. You don't have to lose sleep on what's going on. You can bring change. As a matter of fact, be the change you wish to see in the world. That's the old one I bring on y'all just now. And I know you've probably heard it before, but be the change that you wish to see in this world. And the thing about our generation, we have too many resources to be not using our brains to think and just following um, um, cults and just following um, random beliefs and just following something to be outraged about. There is always something we're outraged about. Oh boy, oh boy, we're outraged about uh, uh, this celebrity using this amount of fossil fuels or this amount of fuel um, for a three-minute flight. For those of you who know, y'all know the situation. I'm not calling the person's name, but uh, we're angry about what again? We're saying what again? Our point is what again? Maybe, maybe the solution to this is less social media. Because we're not using the media to be social or to meet people or to build relationships. We're using it to tear people down. We probably, need to, we probably need to evaluate ourselves. When I get on social media, what am I doing? I don't know for most of y'all, but when I go on social media and I read comments, I'm like, how did you have the time to say that? Oh, you really had the time to go back and forth with that person for 20 minutes? You really had the time to insult that person and everything that they believe on social media? Instead of intellectually explaining why you believe something, you thought that it was just a wise thing to do to be an extremist and to put an all caps, I hate you, or, 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 or whatever people be saying out here. Half of the time, when I was an extreme um, person who ex pushed these extreme narratives, and the thing about it is, I didn't even consider myself an extremist or a person who pushed extreme. This is what I thought I believed at, at, at my core. But that all changed. That all changed when I, when I heard of the sides. That all changed when I, when I felt comfortable and secure in myself and say, I don't know. Bro, what do you think about this? My friends would ask me, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? The picture is clear. The government is doing this. They're doing that. They're killing us. They're, they're sucking the air. Oh, my God. There's no more water. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I don't know. You can't kill me for not knowing. I don't know where I stand. 
And the thing about it is, I'm fortunate enough not to be in the hot seat. I'm fortunate enough not to be a politician right now or ever. I don't know how life is going to go or I'm going to be called to it. I doubt it, but uh, I am fortunate not to be in that hot seat. I'm, I'm able to have a complex decision. Like I shared in the first part, I was having a conversation um, with someone and they were just screaming the entire conversation. No, it's one or the other. No, it's not. I could have a complex decision. My decision is not one or the other because that will permit me to probably dislike the other side or hate the other side or be an extremist for one side. No, I'm looking at it from a different standpoint. I'm not looking at a standpoint to, to draw a, a line in the sand and cause division. I'm looking at it in, in, in a sense of how can we come together? How can we meet in the middle and still bring effective change? Not how do we divide, not how we divide, conquer and rule, not how, not how do we push our narrative and get our narrative to the top. And I feel as though we spend our whole life being angry, 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 angry and worried and anxious but just calm down a bit we're going crazy not in a medical sense but in a figurative sense figuratively speaking we're going a bit crazy do you agree all right (laughs) finally we agree on something but this episode is for everyone you know this episode is for everyone because I, I, I want this to be a fresh air for you. Like, boy, why was I worrying? Why why was I pushing narratives? Why was I screaming? I probably should have listened more. I probably should have um, um, used my ears more and listen and not just scream. And I, I trust me, I, I really do. Um, I really do see the hurt and I, and I really do see the pain for some people. But for others... It's narratives. And I understand because I don't, I don't want to be desensitized to what people are going through or what people are facing or how these situations affect people. But the people that are being affected by these, these situations, they're hurting, not tearing down people. They're most likely grieving and standing up for what is right, not hurting people, not tearing down people. I could never compromise and understand why people tear down people over narratives, over things that are being pushed in the media, over things that we know nothing about, nothing about. And you, you know some things, some things like, I just say, Tariq, you don't have to have an opinion. You don't have to have an opinion. Like, like what? Life doesn't require you to have an opinion on that celebrity, on that topic, on that political issue. You don't need to have an opinion. And I understand I understand the need to have an opinion and the pressure to have an opinion and the pressure to respond. But your response is is hurting. It's tearing down more than it's building up. More than it's, more than it's causing change. It's tearing down and it's hurting. So maybe we can look at it in a different light. Maybe we can change the way we look at things. Maybe we could be a little bit more calmer. Maybe, maybe we could have a little more empathy for the people that we are talking to. Right? And, and the way that we do this is to have conversations 
with our inner circle about these important topics, like I said. We have to be confident in our complex opinions. Be confident in not knowing at this current moment. Be confident in saying, hey, I'm still figuring it out. Hey, can you, can you teach me this? Hey, can you let me know that? Hey, um, 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 be confident to be more open-minded and to hear stories and to hear things. Don't just be in your room or, 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 or be in your bubble or, or your small circle of life just going away at the thumb on your smartphone, at social media, to someone you don't even know. And decrease the amount of time you listen to narrative-driven media. Decrease the amount of time. And trust me, the moments you feel outraged will go down. It will. It will. And you know what you need to go up in? Go up in more human interaction. Go out to the food store for once. Stop ordering online. <laughs> Especially if you live in the United States. Like, boy... Uh, y'all gotta get over here a lot of ordering stuff this life is good right i ordered this thing called uh called uh uh liquid death it's called liquid death don't worry don't be startled it is literally just sparkling water uh they said that they are murdering your thirst and they are murdering plastic because it comes in cans, so it's canned water. Um, they say they're murdering thirst and they're murdering plastic. So that's, that's the only death that they're bringing um, is to your thirst and plastic. <laughs> but yeah, um, it tasted great. And ordering it was great. I ordered it off Uber Eats and I was able to uh, order it off Puff, Puff something, you know. And I ordered right to the door and I was able to put my uh, information in um, two minutes and in literally six minutes, it was at my door. And so it took no human interaction. No human interaction whatsoever. But when I opened the door, um, the, man, the, the, um, the gentleman was walking away. And um, I said goodnight to him. I said thank you. Um, and he said goodnight, enjoy, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so that was a little bit of human interaction there. But like literally, if, if, if I waited like three more seconds, he would have been gone. And there would have been no human interaction. So my point is, go out. Maybe you need to go out to eat, even if it's by yourself. But, like, so that you could be sensitized again, right? So so you don't be thinking that it's you versus everyone that thinks a certain way. We, we need to just probably shift up our routine. And, and that, that these are the things that I've done um, to get over this phase of extreme narratives. It was causing um, big-time depression to me um, I, because I felt so bad that I couldn't do anything about what was going on um, in the world, all of these crazy things that was happening. All I could do is speak up about it, and, and when I did speak up about it, I spoke, at it, I spoke of, um, about it from a place of ignorance, really, from a place of anger, from a place of frustration, from a place of hatred, and that is not how you bring about change. That is not how you bring about change at all. And, 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 and the thing about it is, when you really listen to people, like, like there is beauty in listening. There, there is beauty in conversation. There is beauty in connection with, with, with human beings and listening to what they really have to say. And it's not, about, it's not even about, oh, yeah, 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 let me just listen to you because um, I heard this boy in the podcast say, just listen to people. Maybe it'll work. Oh, oh it didn't work. Oh, well. 
go back in my little hole and, 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 and go back to social media? No. It's like engage. Right? Try to understand why they think that way. You can you can also share. I'm not telling you that it has to be all about the other person. You can share what you think as well. But I'm saying that the extreme narrative is being pushed. Right? The 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 weird, the weird um, movement of of just like hating people and thinking that hatred is going to work. Because it's not. It, it, it's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. And so um, maybe you should try to, um, to do the things that I just said. That that's if you're desensitized to human beings because all you're about is social media, social media, social media, social media, social media, and you're looking at a screen and you don't actually think that that name, you actually don't think star one two seven eight five um, underscore is a person. <laughs> I can get why you don't think that's a person because it's a robot name, all right, with no picture, but that is a person, except for the spam. Instagram need to get rid of them spams. Those disgusting spams. Oh boy. They're annoying and they're and they're vulgar. <laughs> Instagram you do something with those spams. I don't know if they're intentionally leaving them there or, or or something in the system, but Instagram get rid of the spams, boy. They be messing up everything. But yeah. Um I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this episode was informative. I hope most importantly this episode was a breath of fresh air. Like, like, take your head from above water. You, you've been ho- some people have been holding their breath for so long in anger, in and and being outraged. And this is the place. The Be Yourself podcast is the place. Trust me, it is the place to, to just release your tension here. Breathe here, right? Breathe here so that you can live. <laughs> but I hope you do enjoy today's episode. I hope that this was informative, even if this specific topic wasn't for you maybe can you can use this information to share with people who are a part of your life right don't let them get trapped um in in, in cancel culture and in extreme narrative culture and in hatred culture and unforgiveness culture and all of these cultures that are that are being birthed um via social media um we don't need to be a part of it honestly me too i need to decrease my time on on social media right decrease my time on social media um, obviously I've already moved on from these extreme narratives and, and, and the thing about it is, um, this is, this isn't a result of me picking sides. This is, this isn't a result of me saying, Oh, Hey guys, I found the answer. I already know what side I'm picking. Please try to pick this side or please try to, um, um, stop picking the extreme narrative side so that you can pick my side. No, it's not about sides. I don't even have a side. I'm not even sure about things. This, this is me just being uncomfortable. This is just me being confident and not knowing. Me being confident and saying, I don't know. Me being confident and saying, I don't feel like screaming anymore and hating people anymore. And, and it's not working and it's not good. And most importantly, it's not of God. It's not how we bring change. Right? Love is the greatest thing that you can give to others. Right? Only treat people with kindness, with compassion, with love, with generosity. Be humble towards others. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, um, share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Spark some conversation. Right? Most of y'all didn't talk to a person in a minute. Spark some conversation. Use me. Use this podcast episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you've went back and you've listened to previous episodes, which if you haven't, I think you should do after this episode to, to really go back in the catalog and, and, and find some good content, really, really great content like this one. Um, 
you can leave a five-star rating. This will help us um, really appear um, in the front of more eyes and on, on the platform, on the podcast platforms. Also, uh, if you're new here or if you're not subscribed, please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. This way, um, when you hit the subscribe button, from here on out, every single Friday, you'll get a notification saying that the Be Yourself podcast has a new episode um, that you can go listen to. And go and so, yeah, do that right now. Uh, thank you all so much. Just do those few things for me. Subscribe, five star, and just a bonus, a bonus one for y'all who want to really support. Leave a podcast review all the way at the bottom. Uh, if you're on Apple, you can leave her a podcast review. Let people know um, via review how you enjoyed these podcast episodes. What do you think about the podcast episodes? What do you think about me? What do you think about the topics? And so that'll help them uh, um, decide if they want to spend some time listening to these episodes or not. So thank you so much. It's been real. It's been great. So that's part two in the books. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, please go listen to part one. It is a great episode that you should definitely go listen to. Anyway, thank you all so much. I'm out. Love y'all. Peace.